listening to the Medic Materials Podcast, hosted by Mike Turek, Emily Yates, Kelsey Coons, and Gerard Cuomo. All our current EMS providers and educators with a combined 30 years experience. Each month we discuss EMS news, medical science, and review actual EMS calls, bringing many educational opportunities to the listener. Portions of the calls have been altered to protect the privacy and identity of all involved. Hello and welcome everyone back to the Medic Materials Podcast. Gerard M, how are you guys? Doing good. Doing good. How what what beef variety are you chomping down on right now, Gerard? Buffalo. Buffalo. Buffalo, yep. <laughs> yep. It, I can't honestly say I've ever had buffalo. Is it yummy? It's, it's fantastic. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. You know, if as, some, as somebody who has had Caribou, bison, buffalo, bear. Uh, what else have we? Moose. We shoot moose. Yeah, my aunt makes this moose stew that's like fucking. It's like the greatest beef stew you ever had. Only think of the the meat being even more fork tender. Mm. Yeah, delicious. Yeah, delicious. I'm still it, salivating. It, it pays me of relatives that live in Alaska. <laughs> That it does. That it does. Um, mm. So uh, we are getting back on track here uh, in the uh, in the month of January, which is awesome. Uh, it was good that we skipped December and just said, ah, fuck it. We don't need hey, it. Fuck everybody, right? <laughs> uh, the Patreons are going to get their episode, but everyone else, right. you just Go lose. fuck yourself. Right. <laughs> what did you do on the other? Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh but uh we're as i try not to cut my fingertip off here. i know right we uh we are still missing uh we are oh, still no. missing kelsey however uh you know what i felt like it was a good time to reintroduce one of the favorite people of the show oh yeah <laughs> Why? Because you're Kelly, Kelly, After her long-winded absence, Kelly returns. <laughs> so she will have some very good insight on uh, on today's episode, which I'm excited for. And Gerard, you I know have been waiting for this day for so long and we're oh, yeah. we are going to purposely hype this up so that I'm all of, all the pressure falls on m's shoulders <laughs> absolutely because for the first time ever well actually the second time ever second. the first time ever on an actual episode yeah because it was so bad we deleted it no 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 That's no true. no it was so <laughs> it was so good that the audio sucks so much, and I couldn't use it. I still have it. I actually listened to some sound Wait, bites of it. Didn't uh, we end up putting it up anyway? I don't know. No, I don't believe so. No, we didn't. No. no. We um, yeah, because like right now, I'm going back and listening to old episodes, which I must say are fucking cringeworthy. Really? Um, oh, dude, there's like before we had a flow and a format and the girls joined and uh, oh yeah, it's been bad. Like I'm up to episode five now and I'm just like, how do people listen to one through four? (laughs) Wow. They're just all over the place. Like we're still learning how to do this whole thing. So thank God that we get better with practice. Cause I feel like I don't, I, I told you this the other day, Gerard, I barely edit these whatsoever. Like we've gotten down to such a format that, the the Patreon ones, I literally record it, I put it into my video editor, I add two things, I hit render. I th- literally nothing else goes into it. They're up in ten minutes after I'm done, like after we stop recording. The yeah. the free ones, I listen to the whole thing again just to make sure that there's nothing like grossly negligent that we say, or you know really 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 dirty that we say. And oh, that one wasn't good, Gerard. What'd you just try? What was that? Swallow it. Swallow it. <laughs> you make it salmon jerky. Salmon jerky. 
<laughs> Yo, that that's yeah. No bueno. You're making the you're making the face of like you're you're trying to suck down. Oh, <laughs> oh, it just got the back end. <laughs> I was gonna make a really dirty joke, but I'm just, <sighs> I'm gonna let you suffer. No, I just caught pain. the back end. I didn't take it in the back end. <laughs> no, that's that's not what I was gonna say at all. <laughs> oh, I wasn't that's even what gonna I, ma- say. I wasn't even gonna make a back end joke. I was gonna make, <sighs> I was gonna make like the you know the first time you try to swallow joke and ah there we go. But yeah. that's <laughs> I remember it fondly. <laughs> I made a dollar ninety-eight that day. <laughs> oh, that's the wrong one. Damn it! There we go. Uh, so, so yeah, so we are getting ever so close to uh, the uh, major announcement on um, on or around February first, um, depending on how the next couple days go. Uh, I'm going to be making a major announcement on Patreon. Um, and then, uh, I, hopefully Kelsey will be here for the February 1st episode where then I will allow her to make the ginormous announcement in her rig check. Um, and then, uh, and then we'll announce it to everybody on, on all the socials after that. But, um, yeah, I think what's coming, we've, we've all been working on for a long time and we finally have the opportunity to, to run with it. We've paired up with a, uh, a very awesome company. And, um, and I think what comes next for the whole medic materials chapter, as well as the whole podcast is going to be so cool and so exciting. So make sure it's, that you're listening on February 1st for, uh, it's for not, the, uh, the major it's announcement, not, but it's not stone cold. Steve Austin's broken skull IPA. Well, that's no. a disappointment. No, it's I not. Know. Um, know. you know, I've, I've emailed them like four times and I never get a response. I, so I'm I know sure I, I like, emailed once. I was like, yeah, I'm sure they're like, it's yep. worth a shot in the dark. Yes, exactly. Go pound. You snap. never know. Um, but, uh, I can see he just doesn't give a fuck about first responders. I guess so. Mm-hmm. I guess so. He's Which just, he really just sad. doesn't care. He just doesn't care. Let's start the hashtag campaign. Stone cold doesn't care. Hashtag. <laughs> Yeah, and that'll be like, and then he'll just you know put up memes of middle fingers, and we'll be like, oh, it's Stone Cold. Yeah. Hey, we we tried Condit, and now we can try shaming. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Whatever works. Hey, fuck it. Whatever works. Oh, we're um, to lose. So, uh, Emily, uh, the floor is now yours. Oh, oh she no needs pressure. intro music. I don't have. Nope. Oh, oh, nope. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Wait, wait. Not butches. We've got a badass over here. Oh, okay. there we go. There you go. That's all I got for Emily. Uh. <laughs> all right. So I'm going to try and follow the same format as you, Turek, but I'm sure you guys will keep me on track. So I mean, we are in an urban setting. This is a busy, busy commercial agency. They are staffed with a paramedic and an EMT. It is ungodly early in the morning. And their dispatch priority for alpha priority for a 54 year old male with increased lethargy. Their response time is about 10 minutes from where they are to this call. Is it so about 10 minutes? Is it a house so, or like where did they get dispatched to? So it is a duplex, I guess. Okay, so a house. Okay. I just yeah, a house sure with would... two residents in it that aren't not a nursing home. Not a, yeah. not, no, not a nursing home. Okay, home. that's what that's the main thing. Like I don't care where yeah. they were, just not a nursing home. Okay. No, nope, they're going to that duplex. takes that... there is a downstairs neighbor and there is the patient is upstairs. Okay, because that like takes a whole lot of things off the floor right away when you're thinking not a nursing home lethargy. Right. Like this might actually be legit. Right. One would think. Wait for it. Okay. So this patient is complaining when you get on scene. He is sitting up on the bed. He is pale, warm, dry. He's complaining of generalized weakness, body swelling, and the inability to ambulate, which has been going on for the last two days, but he's generally felt unwell for two weeks. Okay. Hmm. So on scene, you have his wife who says she has been out of town for the last month, but has called this man, her husband, every single day and thought that over the last two weeks, he just she thought that he just felt, sounded unwell, I should say. Okay. So sounding different. Okay. 
sounding unwell. Not no like change in his speech, nothing like that. Just sounded like he didn't feel great. Okay. Hmm. My what do you think? My first question is how much Viagra has he been taking for the body swelling? <laughs> I got it. Gerard got it. I wish I didn't, <laughs> but I got it. Okay. She's Don't know. Still, didn't ask. Still it was not. It was not on my. It was not on my level of disgusting humor. We'll put it that way. It was definitely like kindergarten stuff. Yeah. 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 Come on. You gotta start. You gotta you, start somewhere. You make poop you know? jokes. I don't want to hear about the level but I make, of dirty but humor. But I make poop jokes that are fucking gold. They're still poop jokes. <laughs> there is a varying degree of poop. Anywho, beyond the dick jokes. Right. Before Hello. I make another poop joke. <laughs> Here we go. So your patient's sitting up on the edge of the bed. He's conscious learn oriented times four. Um, he's speaking in full sentences, although appears somnolent and lethargic. Okay. Skin is pale and warm. Good motor function times four. He, when you look at him, you see hitting edema in all four extremities. Okay. Worse in his torso and upper extremities than his lower. He has a very distended abdomen to the point that his belly button is pretty much flat. Wow. Is he on dialysis? That was literally heart failure or dialysis was where I, I, was, I was going about with CHF, this. Yeah. So he's not a current dialysis patient. Okay. History of CHF. Should he um, be a dialysis he... patient? He has history of a cardiac arrhythmia that he couldn't explain. Diabetes type 2 and hypertension. Diabetes. Okay. So instead of jumping the gun, just just do ABCs, primary assessment, get that out of the way. So besides the fact that he's pale, he actually looks pretty good. He's talking to you. He says he's only short of breath when he's laying down, but sitting up talking, he's speaking in full sentences. No obvious shortness of breath. Full of fluid. Yeah, that's what I would suspect would be normal. Yeah, yeah, some orthopnea. Yeah. Okay. For sure. No chest pain, um, no belly pain, no nausea, vomiting, nothing like that. Okay. Did we do lung in sounds line? in the primary or no? They did not. Of course. Oh. Um, Ooh. Damn. Ding. But they do mention that he has a rash in his groin. And when they further investigate that, they find that he has not been able to ambulate the last two days to go to the bathroom. He's just been peeing himself and shitting himself. Potentially. Is he, so is this he... is turning into a poop joke. <laughs> yep. All uh... right. All right. So he's soiled himself, and he hasn't been able to get to the bathroom. Um, I'm just not. I know it's going to sound weird, but uh, the odor of the urine very pungent, sweet. Not you know. UCI. Okay, we're just going to rule that out right now. <laughs> we're just going to not a UTI today, Gerard. Okay. I would do that to you, but I didn't today. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> I was like, if this is her, she's going to give me a fucking UTI. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? So right. they decide at this point to try and get vitals, put them on a four lead, and eventually put them on a 12 lead at this point. Okay. okay. So they get a heart rate. In the 90s, I think she told me, like, 94 at the time. <clears throat> I don't remember the exact, but it was in the 90s. Okay. They put him on a 4 lead. They don't like what it looks like. And they put him immediately on a 12 lead, which I have sent to you guys, which you guys need to describe to me. Okay. It's a bunch of squiggly lines. Well, from what I'm seeing is... Uh... Hey, hold on. Oh, oh, gonna, oh hold, hold on, on a second. I, hold I wanna, on. I want to call Emily out. Didn't you hold work on. in the, like, cardiology tech unit? Reading EKGs. So ironically, when I when I read this, I did not think anything that you two did. So I want you to read this. Because you thought exactly the line of this paramedic. So when you were holding it up on the screen, it was really hard to see. I agree. When I'm looking at it on my phone where I can actually zoom in and look mm-hmm. here. I agree. I think it looks different than what I was originally stating. Um, and I'm pulling it up again here. I just got to. So let me read the, the black box that it put out with. Uh, it says it meets ST elevation MI criteria, uh, anterior septal infarct, possibly acute, 
uh, inferior lateral ST changes with some injury slash ischemia and generalized low QRS vultures. That's the message that this put out. Yeah. Which, whatever. Like, right. But I'm just, they right. can't see it. That's what it's saying. Right. Well, I mean, going from just, just looking at the leads, I mean, I, my first, like we talked before, I was like, well, it looks like there's something septal going on with, with some anterior stuff. And then you look up at the top and, oh, that's exactly what the doc, doc in the box is saying. But, uh, I mean, that's, yeah, that's, that's just looking at it right off the rip. Um, I honestly, it's, it's junky. I wish, uh, you could put it up so everybody could see, but. I mean, I, I can, I can, I can link you a picture so, of this. Um, so the one thing that I'm noticing in this, right. And Gerard, see if you follow here. Um, there is widespread depressions everywhere, right? That's the, yep. that's the one thing that, that I'm seeing like your, and that's what your, your lead to, um, your, uh, V1, V2, V3 and V5 and V6 yeah, and, and that's... Are, are all depressed. Okay. And that's where I was kind of going. Like, I, I didn't really see anything that made me jump and go, oh, my God, that's a STEMI. But I was like, man, that's some wide shit with some freaking major so, depressions here. Well, so um, I'm curious if now this is not my strong suit. I will be the first to admit that one of the hardest things for me is uh, is bundle branches and EKGs. But if you look really closely on some of these, there's that rabbit indentation on some of these QRS waves. Gerard, you're holding your hand patiently like a fourth grader. So, um, yes, uh, I just received a text. Uh, and, hold, uh, do I need to hit his music? We may be having the uh, I... Charlemagne of cardiology here, the... Uh, the the uh, the Mahabuchi himself has stated his desire to join us. Oh, in mid episode. In mid episode. Oh man, this is going to be interesting. So before we even say one thing about this, let, let he, let's see what I he has to say. Send the EKG so we can see it. He, he okay. He better. I'm uh, sending it, send it right now. He better join the Discord. <laughs> oh, that's what he's doing right now. He's he's downloading it now. <laughs> uh, so the surprise guest. So Butch is here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Gerard, Howdy. you uh, you decided to send the EKG to Butch. I did. And then the Maha Butchie was like, I, I need in on this. Right. Yep. It's, it's like putting the back signal up, you know? Right. <laughs> you just put an EKG in the sky. <laughs> which, which, which honestly, uh, I, I can honestly admit I've done that before where I'm on a call and I'm like, I don't know what this says. Uh, I'm going to text it to Butch and see what he says about it. <laughs> so, yeah, I've, to I've totally pulled that card before. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a the first time. Yeah, it's a good card to pull. Um, but, uh, yeah, so we were just going over um, what we were kind of thinking this was. And, um, and you had an opinion, Butch. So we're going to go right to you and hear what your opinion on this, uh, on this EKG might be. So, yeah, definitely. I definitely see the, uh, I definitely, definitely see the depressions going on in the, uh, in the lateral leads going on there. Um, and for once I don't see my depression in AVL. I'm like, Oh my God, no, there's no depression in AVL. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, it does meet some, uh, ischemic criteria going on there. So uh, um, I would definitely treat this, you know, if the patient is symptomatic, I would definitely treat it as um, a cardiac event going on. Um, I mean, like I said, I never, I never treat what doc of the box says, but yeah, there's definitely some, 
cardiac event going on with this patient. So, right. So, M, just kind of run through really quick. I was gonna say, let me recap real quick. Yeah. So, you're on the scene of a 56 year old male complaining. The initial call was for generalized fatigue. Um, you show up on scene. He's sitting on the edge of the bed. He's conscious, alert, and oriented times four. Speaking to you in full sentences, totally alert and oriented. Complaining of generalized weakness, body swelling, and inability to ambulate for the last two days, but has been generally feeling unwell for two weeks. Okay. And and vital signs were what? I don't. So there, I know they were getting. We didn't get to that yet, but but pitting well, edema so in all extremities too. Right. Yes, pitting edema in all extremities. His belly's distended to the point that his belly button is flat. Um, but he so they put him on the monitor run a set of vitals as they're doing a 12 lead. They're doing all of this, but they get the 12 lead first. They show this. Okay. What I see in this, I'm with Butch. I see some ischemic changes. I see a wide QRS and I see a very sharp PR, short PR. Yeah. Um, but I see a lot of like flip T's, depressions. Yeah. Like I see some ischemic changes. So they finally go back to the life pack. They're unable to get a blood pressure. Heart rate is in the 90s. On the EKG, it's 96, I believe. When they finally like document the vitals, it's like 94 or something. So right around there, um, SpO2 is 94% on room air. Did they um, was the blood pressure manual or NIVP? NIVP, of course. <sighs> so they can't get a blood pressure. They immediately try a manual. Okay. They are unable to get a manual. Really? That's what, what, are, what are our lung sounds sounding like? We've we've already tried to get lung. They, he lung wants sounds. lung sounds like I did. Oh, we lost Emily. Oh no, <laughs> that was that was weird. Yep, not even my fault this time. Nope, not. And That's all your fault. She's still in the call, but yet she's gone. Hello. Hey. Hey, pot it out of here. Hey, there she is. Oh, oh, there's a little Discord guy. That was that was peculiar. That was weird. I don't see you. Yeah. Weird. 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 It's weird. There we go. Oh, oh there we go. That was really bizarre. Yeah, yeah you were like in mid-sentence. Yeah. yeah. It kicked me oh. off. Jerks. Uh, so, so, yeah, he, he was asking about lung sounds like I did earlier, but uh, they, they have not taken them yet, Butch. So they have oh. not. So Is we got edema going on to the point of, you know, flat abdomen. We got... Guy weak for two weeks. We've got, you know, barely get a pressure. We got cardiac changes and we haven't got lung sound yet. Correct. That's where we're okay, at. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. Black <laughs> <laughs> car back in service. See you, everybody. <laughs> I mean, so man. these providers. No, go no, ahead. go ahead. Go ahead. These providers look at this EKG and say, oh, we have a STEMI. So they put him on low flow O2 at two liters via nasal cannula, or maybe it was four. I'm sorry. I may have fucked that up. Um, and they transmit the 12 lead to the <laughs> hospital they're going to. So the paramedic gets on the phone with the doctor, the other providers, and they have first response fire on scene at this point, um, put the patient in a stair chair to get out to the ambulance. At least they didn't make him walk. <laughs> he couldn't. Don't worry. So they call a doc. They get on the phone, they hey, say, hey, we're coming in with a STEMI, get the cath lab ready. The doc says, mm, I don't think it's a STEMI, but come on in, we're ready for you. Doesn't give vitals because they don't have any. Well, they don't have all of them. Says, keep doing what you're doing. Come on in, let me know what the blood pressure is when you get it. They get him in the ambulance. His heart. They recheck his heart rate in the ambulance. His heart rate is now 40. Oh. And he is junctional. I can see where this is going. If you Google a junctional rhythm, that's it. Okay. So they put him on the pad and they transmit. They finally get a blood pressure of 50 on 30. Okay. Which is, so they put him on the pads, but they're not pacing him at this rate. Like they're not nope. pacing at this point, right? They're not pacing. They put him on the pads Just for a uh, imminent decline, as they describe. Imminent. Okay. All right. So. I'm good with it. Yeah, I, I'm not. Uh, yeah, I'm okay with it. Um, I'm, I'm fine with it. Yeah, I think it's a smart, smart choice. Be ready. Don't be behind the eight ball. Um, so heart rate's in the what? You said the 40s? Yes. Okay. And Blood pressure is 50 on 30. His SVO2 is 99% on his low flow oxygen. 
Now they got this just getting into the ambulance, right? Yeah, so he's just gotten to the ambulance. They're still okay. on scene, haven't started moving yet. Okay, so we're going to start uh-huh. getting a line and all that. We haven't done any of that stuff. Okay. We made three attempts for an IV. We're not successful. Time to drill. Yep. So this well, patient gonna, well, remains conscious, alert, and oriented. Not complaining of anything besides generalized feeling tired and swollen, as he describes himself. So, uh, <sighs> I, I, I just, I want to pause for a second because with, I'm, I'm, I'm re-looking at the EKG on my phone on, on the one twelve. Did they ever do repeat 12 leads? Like, do we have anything but the first to look at any changes or anything? Or is, did they, they just did go? one further down the road? Okay. So is there's there in, in, in one, two and three, there's a lot of garbage. Yeah. It's a lot of artifact going on. It's a lot of artifact, a lot of garbage. If you look at the V leads, they look a lot better. Yeah. They're a lot clearer. But I'm really only seeing, unless it's buried in the T wave, which it very much could be, there's not much delineation for a P wave in the V leads on this 12 mm-hmm. lead. Like they I like, see it, but like you can, I don't know how to show you. Like you can, you can see, yeah, like in, you can see like a slight bump here and there, but it's not yeah. on every complex. You know. Yeah, you can see not, it not, kind of pronounced well, I in think V3. It is. Not, you can see it in V three. You can see it in V two. Right, and that's about it. Like you can, and, you can see a a clear bump in those two and a slight one in v5 or i'm sorry v4 so i can see it in one two three four and six in the v leads yeah in the v v1 v2 v3 v4 and v6 i don't really i don't really like yeah you can see it in v1 you can definitely see it in v2 yeah see there is in v3 are you guys like right before the q wave are you saying that's the p wave yeah okay all right the problem is there's a lot of artifacts in there that, you know, hiding. the smallest unit of measure on a construction site rise. No, no, I, I know what you're looking at. I just don't know if, uh, and this is why I hate cardiology because everyone's interpretations are different. Mm. I don't know if I would call that a P wave. Here's, here's the problem. Did they take this card? Did they take this EKG while this guy was still sitting on the bed with all this edema? You know what I mean? The one that you're looking at, they did. Yeah, because you're not going to get clean reading with all the swelling with him sitting up. You know, I'm assuming he was probably tripoding because he was feeling like crap. You know he's what I mean? not because he's not having any shortness of breath. He's sitting up, having a conversation. Interesting. All right, that was the only thing that I was I was looking at while we were having this discussion. I'm interested to see where this goes. So, uh, what are you so, thinking so far? So, so the I, more I'm looking at this, the, the the less I'm seeing anything that would make me call. And say, "Hey, we're bringing a STEMI in." I agree with that. I 100%. agree. So, what I made them understand. jump and do that? Dock in the box. The dock in the box. Oh, okay, gotcha. Okay, I can, I can understand why the life pack would yell STEMI on this because of the depression, I but yeah. I don't understand why it yelled. You know, there's no elevations anywhere, but I can understand why the life pack would say STEMI. <clears> but. And even still, the you know the QRS is fairly wide in the V leads. Like you're looking at, I I mean, almost what? Three, four boxes. Yeah. Um, you know, so you're looking at just on the border to, you know, 0.16 seconds, you know? So, yep. I mean, you have a wide QRS. Um, it, you know, I still, it, I, again, I'm terrible at them. Could this be some form of bundle branch block? Could it be medication related? Did we get like a good history? Um, you know, is it electrolytes? There's a lot of things that can cause widened QRS waves with lethargy. 
Well, it's funny you should ask, because at this point, they ask more about his history. So he has history of type 2 diabetes, which has been well managed on his home insulin regimen. Is he on um, Seroquel? Is he on, no, he's not on Seroquel. <laughs> um, history of hypertension, which he has been taking his medications. And he has a cardiac arrhythmia, which is not treated, but he doesn't really know what that's about. Let me guess, he's on a beta blocker. Oh. No, he's not on a beta blocker. And he's not no? on a calcium channel blocker. Interesting. So they decide to check a blood sugar and they get 90. Okay. Okay. I had to throw that in there. I am Miss Queen Blood Sugar. I, I, I know. Well, at least they did. I mean, <laughs> Thank it's, you. it's a plus. I mean, it is a guy with lethargy. I would have probably checked one as well. What, I, I, what are you guys thinking? Like, what are we going to do for this man right now? So I'm going to go with Gerard's initial thought of he's already on oxygen. He's already on the pads, not paste yet, but you know, we, we need an IV. We need access. We need, you know, we need access. We need fluids to start, right? Cause blood pressure. And if this thing goes far south and you know, any farther South, we need access. So, Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I don't know the skill level of the, of the paramedic EMT. You know, you said they, they tried three times. If that's the case, drill. drill. Like there's, you know, it, unless there's some, you know, uh, some sort of, you know, vein that they have not tried yet. Like, you know, uh, they do like an EJ or something like that on a conscious patient. You have to drill at this point. Like, Clearly, your patient is not okay. Like, they're hypotensive, they're bradycardic, they're, you know, not not really lethargic, but, you know, they're not feeling well, they're not perfusing well, they're pale, right? What are peripheral pulses like? Do they even have them at this point? We don't know. This is an unstable patient. Yeah. Clear as day. Unstable patient. So they have him in the ambulance. It is about a 10 to 15 minute ride to the hospital that they're going to, the one that they called the doctor at, um, which is a cardiac center. So kudos to them on that. They switch the O2 to high flow. They That's where their three attempts at an IV come in. Um, they cannot get them. So they defer the IO because he's conscious alert and oriented and not complaining of anything. And do another 12 lead. So he's this 12 lead has a heart rate of 32 and is coming out as a junctional rhythm. Yeah, he's going to be, he's not going to be conscious and alert very much longer, dude. Right. Yeah. Yeah. At, at this point, you know, might as well go put the Lucas on him now. Fuck it. You're not going to do anything. Just, just give it a minute. Um, you know? <laughs> I mean, realistically, oh, what is this you're putting on me? Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. Realistically, though, you're you're not wrong, Gerard. Like, if you're not going to treat this, right? Because the only way to treat this at this point, right? Say they did everything, right? They give, uh, they get an IV, they get fluid, right? That's not going to increase rate. So the no, only the definitely only, a pump problem, right? The only thing that is going to fix this is either meds or electricity. So and I think before doesn't say I think before um, giving fluids with this particular guy, I would maybe just IM him quick a little bit of fentanyl or if we get the IO, go ahead and throw a little fentanyl in him real quick and uh, just start the pacing. Yeah. See if the pacing will fix our blood pressure problem. Right. That, it might, it might not. It might, it might, it might not, right? Mm-hmm. Piggyback the saline off of that. I'm okay with that. Right. Yeah. yeah, we're 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 past the point of atropine helping anything right now. We need to get some electricity on this guy's heart. Yep. Yeah. I I one hundred percent agree. Yeah. The if the fa- output goes up and we get, you know, an increase in BP, which hey, win for us, great. If right. not, throw a little bit of fluid in there. Maybe if you know the longer duration transport, use a presser. Right. That's it. Yeah, I'm I'm in the same boat. I think. With what you're looking at now, a junctional rhythm in the low 30s with this guy not perfusing, you have to go to the ACLS of this guy is unstable. Let's fix him with immediate electricity. I think pacing is your only way to go. 
you put the pads on, something made you think of doing that. Right, right. Unless you think, unless you're thinking you're going to do cardiac arrest, which yes. you know you probably will if you just keep sitting there looking at them. Right. Yep. I think that's what they were thinking. So they, at this point, they call the doc back and we're like, "Hey, this is what we have. His heart rate's now 32. Transmit that." Doc looks at it and says, "Okay, have you something? tried atropine?" They say no because we don't have any what? access. You mean he didn't ask for the blood sugar? <laughs> Miraculously. <laughs> they don't have any access, so they can't try the atropine. The doc tells them if they can get sedation on board, that they can pace. If they cannot get sedation, they cannot pace. It's ultimately that conversation. Since when? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me reach what, the button what? here. What? <laughs> Okay. Well, I can pace without sedation. Yeah, so, just hit that little yeah. button right there. So I'm sorry. This is the conversation with the okay. <laughs> Hold on. I, let's let's just pause here for a second. So now you have an EMS crew. Let, let's just recap what 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 I envision in my head here. We have an EMS crew that is clearly uncomfortable in the situation that is in front of them, right? And they have de- they have deemed to do nothing over something because of their level of uncomfort uncomfortableness. Secondly, because they're uncomfortable, they're leaning on a doctor to give them answers. Okay, I'm okay with people doing that. Mm-hmm. However, the doc has now realized that this person, this paramedic, this EMS crew, is incompetent of making good choices. So now the doctor has lost all confidence in them and that just telling them don't do anything, just get here and Mm -hmm. we'll fix it. Mm -hmm. That is the worst spot to be in as a patient because you are literally just rolling the dice on whether or not you're going to make it there. Right. Yeah. So, and, and you have yep. you have protocols like we have protocols for pacing. You do but not. Shame you don't on this need provider for not advocating for the patient. Right. That needed to be a mm-hmm. conversation, not just like, yeah, OK, doc. Right. What? right. And no. and I'm sorry, like you didn't even need to make that phone call. No, you didn't. Nope, no, you right? didn't. You didn't. You, you had protocols. Nope. You don't even need to sedate to pace. You don't need to do pain management and pace. So the fact that, you know, now they're going to, you know, not provide care that is warranted at that time because they're waiting on a doc's order for sedation and or pain management when their rate is going to kill them before the pain does. Mm. That doesn't make any sense to me. Mm -hmm. Like... I think that's just a, a nice way of the doc finding the loophole instead of being like, you're stupid. Get them here. Right. Right. Yep. You know, it, that's, that's a scary spot to be in. Just wow. my, just my thoughts. I don't yep. know. I agree. 100%. Yeah. That's not a good assessment. Yep. Yeah. So does this guy die? Please tell me they don't. Well, do well no, no, let her finish. Well, so they don't do anything. They ride to the hospital. That's the end of this. Like they. Oh, oh, the end scene. It's not because I do have an update, unlike our other episodes. However, Uh, for the EMS, hey, hey. (laughs) for the EMS trip, like that's that's what they did. That's it. Wow. Deliver the patient, bundled up and all. You know, and the sad thing is, is like, you know, we always. Oh man, it's fucking bullshit call. Another fucking bullshit call. Another fucking bullshit call. Here you got a chance that it is not a bullshit call. Here's a chance you get to fucking do shit. You get to actually fucking take some of that shit you learn, some of those fucking expensive toys you got, and apply it. And some of them fucking fancy drugs, and do all kinds of fun shit with it, you know, and see how fast you can get it done. Right. You know, like fucking, hey, time me, you know? Here's your chance to play. And you're <laughs> like, yeah, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'd I'm, rather sit over here on the bench. I'll get my wedgie later. You Especially know? when you I'm, talk about I'm, where this, because this is a commercial, very busy commercial agency that is in an urban environment. So a 15-minute transport is probably on their longer side. Probably, so yeah. this is where you really get to, like, play and see your outcomes. Do something. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, you can actually 
do some of the stuff you've always bitch and complain you don't get to do. Right. Right. You know, right. and it's one of these things like like if there should be like a tag or something made up, especially at those types of agencies where, you know, if someone gets a call like this and they do that, they should get a tag that they have to wear around their fucking neck that says, I am not allowed to bitch about the next shuck. Because you had your chance and you fucking blew it. Right. Mm. And, you know, the coming from someone that worked commercial in a busy system in a city and then going to rural and, you know, becoming a paramedic in the rural section and not in the city section, we bring up my father-in-law quite often, but he used to sit there and go, yeah, I expect you when you're a paramedic to do this, 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 and this in the time that it takes us to go from here to here. And it was like seven minutes. And I'm like, I, there's no possible way to do all of that. He's like, yes, there is. And then we would go do a call and he, you know, O2 oxygen monitor, dual IVs with dual fluid hanging. And, you know, he's still able to do other stuff in seven minutes. And I'm like, how's that humanly possible? So you can, if you want, yeah. you can get a lot of things done. You know, the on-scene times for my wife when she's flying is 10 minutes. They need to be, you know, off the scene in 10 minutes, which means a lot of times they are doing an assessment. They're doing, you know, all of the cardiac monitor stuff. They're doing uh, first, pu- first push meds as well as possible RSI packaging and getting in the aircraft in 10 minutes. And they do it often. You're, you're telling me that it's not possible. Like that's just, that's a lazy excuse to be lazy, you know, or, or not comp or not confident in what you're doing. Right. And, and the fact that, you know, you can clearly tell they're not confident from the beginning because they're using doc in the box, you know, Mm, like, yeah, I was just thinking about that. Yeah. You know, like, you know, in their head, they, they, Oh, it's a STEMI. And no matter what doc says, piece of paper still says STEMI. They're like, oh, fucking STEMI. So, and that's all they're, they're, they're going with in their fucking head. So they're already out of their fucking, their comfort zone. Right. So let's go you down, know? let's go down that road though, because they said it was a STEMI, right? Didn't treat it. They, and then they didn't treat it. There was no aspirin. There was no nitro. Nope. I mean, nitro well, was out of, the, yeah. out of the rip, but there was yeah. no, there I'm, was not, no, I'm good without the nitro. <laughs> <laughs> I remembered the blood pressure was like 50 right, over yeah. nothing. But yeah, he's going to get there all by himself. Don't worry about there it. There you go. <laughs> but there was no aspirin. There was no nothing for cardiac treatment. Yeah. So, again, what what were you treating even if it was a STEMI? Which clearly, you know, it isn't. Don't know. I don't know. So, I... Anything for you to uh, Butch to add onto this one? No, I mean, yeah, they, they just well, we yeah, they're the confident in skills. Yeah, they're just. Um, I have I have issues with all the time when I hear medics who should know better. You know, what I would call a doc in this. Why are you calling a doc in this? Like you said, we have protocols to follow. We have you know, down a list. You do your protocols, and then when you run out of things to do, then you call a doc. Be like doc, I uh, I tried all this stuff. Now what do you want me to try to do? I mean. Like you said, I mean, they're just clearly not confident. They 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 can't read an EKG. I mean, yes, people have problems sometimes with EKGs. You get a funky EKG, and you go, you you, you defer to your next, uh, you know, person on the list, whether it's me or a doc, you know, whatever. But uh, <laughs> you know, no, it's me or a doc. You know, the, the doc would be good for you. Definitely <laughs> good for you. But yeah, it's just, uh, I mean, you, you gotta. I understand sometimes you get medics that are fresh out the box and they get you get scared, but you got you got to have some confidence. You have to you have to know something. You have to know what you're doing a little bit. You can't just put these people in a in a box and go here, go kill somebody. You, you know, it's uh, it's scary sometimes. It is scary sometimes. So, M, let's let's hear how this ended. I'm almost scared. So to this ask. patient did not have a cardiac event. There was absolutely nothing wrong with this man's heart, but his potassium was 8.6. Oh, that'll do it. So they put him on dialysis. They quite literally watch his EKG go back to normal 
right through the process of dialysis he gets admitted dialysis is not permanent for this man it was simply a acute kidney injury that required dialysis oh. uh, that did not turn into a chronic kidney injury or chronic kidney did. disease i should say was it I, i'm just wondering was it something he drank or so, like went too long without drinking something or like what, what the fuck did he do took the wrong medicine i don't know so he you know? stopped taking care of himself when his wife went away for a ah minute. there it is that always happens there yep. it is craziness but i'll tell you you know i i alluded to it earlier that there's more than just like one cause for this right like yes and it's it's one of those things like i hate cardiology for that reason is that it could be it could be heart related it could be you know electricity related it could be you know, enzyme related. and electrolyte mm-hmm. related. It could be medication that they took related. It could be trauma related. It could be so many different things. And yeah, sometimes you go in and you don't know. But there's a lot of evidence in there. You were even saying, M, the the T waves were humongous, right? They were a lot of them were flipped, you know? Like there's that a wide your ass. Like everybody yeah. learns that. You know, hyperkalemia shows as a peak T-way, but what's the next step after that is that wide QRS. Is that right. wide QRS, yep. exactly. Yep. You know? Um, so, yeah, I mean, it it makes perfect sense. Um, I just I just almost wish that they took the time to ask a few more questions. Yeah. You know? Cause like, so I think this would have been easier for them to figure out had they done more of an in-depth assessment. Just like, hey, what's your history? Oh, okay, well, the blood sugar's 90 now, so that's fine. Like, Right. Do, do you know a diabetic that has a blood sugar of 90? Because that's kind of a red flag for me. Yeah. Like, so, that's interesting in and of itself. So like a dialysis patient, then we could have, we could, literally could have dumped fluid into him because the fluid wasn't where it, it was going to cause an issue. Right. No, the hospital actually did bolus him with like two liters because okay. he is fluid overloaded, but it's not where it it's needs not to where be. it's supposed to be, right? And they were attempting to bring his pressure up, which worked to a certain extent, but also you have a little more leeway with that in a hospital because you're doing dialysis in ten right, minutes. Right. Right. So, right. That's right. fine, yeah, because I mean ever since you know, we had that one call review we did and stuff like yeah. But anytime I get somebody that you know, I have a hint that there could be something along those lines, like I'll actually stop and think about it and be like, oh, okay, well, you know what? I probably could give them some fluid because it's not, I don't have to worry about it. I'm, they're not going to drown, you know? Right. So yeah, that, uh, that would have been probably a good thing to do. Yeah. So, I, I, even, you know, I was going to suggest even maybe giving this guy an albuterol treatment because albuterol helps that transport across the cells with that, you know, potassium, get that back across there. You know what I mean? Oh, we don't have the, uh, yeah, this... we don't have the labs though. But, right. Yeah. And, that, and that's it doesn't the... matter. I mean, you suggest, you know, with the white QRS, you know, and the swelling and stuff, you need to get that fluid back across the cells. You know, your third spacing, it helps with that, you know? Right. Mm. And, you know, there's there's evidence out there that, you know, um, that bicarb will <laughs> do things for potassium. Um you know, there's, 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 you have there's a hyperkalemia protocol, right? There's a lot of, you know, mixed evidence on what bicarb will actually do for helping potassium. Um, but in this case, they've already had the EKG changes and some detrimental ones. You know, if they're actually thinking hyper K, why aren't we giving the calcium to protect that heart? You know, yeah, and, uh, we, don't, we don't have access. Oh, that's right. They didn't have access because they didn't want it. That's right. I forgot. We were we were, we were scared to drill on a walkie-talkie. Yeah, God, God forbid. We didn't, we didn't we didn't hear you, Butch. We were scared to we were scared to drill on a walkie-talkie. You know. Yeah. Mm. God, God forbid that we treat our you know very sick, very unstable patient. I was just waiting for I mean, him to say something about bicarb. I'm biting my tongue. <laughs> but in all fairness, for hyperkalemia, you did you give bicarb. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. is one of the appropriate treatments for yeah. it. So yeah. I'm all about it. Good. But there you go. the, the only thing we don't have for uh, hyperkalemia that would really help also help work is insulin. That's a major transport across the cells. I mean, right. But if you only give one drug to a patient you think is hyperkalemic, give them calcium. Protect yep. the heart. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, and that's and that's it. So like you know there, and this was this was funny. I wish Kelsey was here for this because uh, her and I had a, a very interesting conversation um, when mm. uh, when she was in medic school. Because I'm sorry, I just got a wonderful shot of Butch's foot and his core power milk. Uh, <laughs> oh, I fantastic! See it. I see it. Um, How about oh. that? Is that better? Oh, that's beautiful! What a lovely carpet you have. It's a nice floor. <laughs> <laughs> The floor would be um, good for you. The floor would be good for us. But, uh, but yeah, no, it's it was, uh, Kelsey and I had the conversation one day during, um, uh, during uh, ride time because she was like, no, 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 we give calcium in hyper K because, you know, it pushes, you know, potassium into cells. And I'm like, no, no it doesn't. Do I'm like, it does nothing like that all it does is create a buffer around the channels of the heart so that potassium doesn't get inside of it and she stabilizes the cardiac membrane right and she's like no 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 and i'm like look it up woman and she finally does and she's like oh okay well they taught us that wrong and i'm like i'm like whatever i'm like but apparently that's not a known thing like not. to some people, you know? So yeah, I think it's good that you brought it up and that, you know, if anything, the two biggest ones are insulin and calcium. The fact that most yep. EMS agencies don't carry insulin, go with the calcium. It's that simple. You know, the last yep. hyper K patient I had, it was albuterol and calcium. Yeah. Till the cows came home. Yep. You know, because I mean, the albuterol is not going to make a change in the potassium to the point you need it, but that's the only tool that we have in an ambulance to try and move that potassium. So, like, right. why wouldn't you give it? Right. And right. I yeah. and, and I specifically asked the doc for bicarb, and they said no in that case, because um, I was going to do bicarb calcium and the albuterol, and they were like, no, 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 do insulin calcium and the albuterol, and I was like, well, doc, it's like I don't carry insulin. You know, if you actually took your test like you're supposed to, you'd know that. Um, but I got bicarb calcium and albuterol, and they're like, no, 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 we don't want bicarb. So just do the calcium and albuterol. I'm like, okay, whatever. Like, whatever. Sure. sure. You know, but, uh, but yeah, hey. no, it's. She's like fucking Beetlejuice. You say her name three times, she pops up active on fucking Discord. Ah! <laughs> she, <laughs> she heard her ears ringing. <laughs> Yep, heard her ears ringing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, I, I I think that was great, Em. You did great. Write some more. You'll be presenting yes. no, all that's the time. My one that was year. excellent. One for a year. That's year. garbage. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, no, hey we're, we're getting closer because it was you know, one for the year instead of one for two years. That's true. That I did one last get... year. It was so bad we deleted it. That's what I was saying. It didn't actually get put up. But... That's only because we had horribly equipment at the time and we couldn't hear ourselves. It sounded like I was talking about 16 feet away from the, uh, I thought it was, I th- and, and it was, and the sad thing was it was like one of the best ones we ever did. I know. And Emily and talks like, so much, which never happens anymore. It's so sad. People, it was freaking awesome. People miss. Okay. I'll talk more. And- they want to hear if you know, you agree or disagree with Gerard. <laughs> Not only when you just have something to say. Uh, just disagree. You're probably in a safe bet. Uh, <laughs> that's why I don't talk. I agree with the majority of the stuff you say. That's probably that's probably a bad thing. It's probably not a good thing. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, anything else to add to this one, guys? Before we uh, say toodles for this month. Oh. I'm I'm kind of good with this. Just, uh, yeah, I think you know. I, I think the don't uh, be afraid to treat, and if you ain't got confidence yeah. in yourself, ask yourself why and fix it. Yeah, and I think that's yeah. that's that's the big takeaway from this is not only you know just knowing the EKG changes for different disease processes and stuff like that, but also there was a there was a fear and a lack of performing the care that you're supposed to. And it was almost like, um, what's that saying when you're like, you know, nothing happens because you're locked into fear. Like you just have that fear overload and you're stuck. 
you know? Uh, if and, I may quote the, uh, the great uh, Gary Busey. Okay. Fear causes hesitation, and hesitation will cause your greatest fears to come true. There you go. Look at that. Ooh, Ooh, look at that. Look at that. Um, yeah, and, and I think that's something to take home in this. Only one person knows where that came from. Yep. You're also yep. like 20 years older than everybody, so. Uh, fuck you. You're right. <laughs> wow. Damn. <laughs> Oh, did that come out loud? I'm sorry. That was under my breath. (laughs) So, um, yeah, I think, I think that's where, you know, the, the big, uh, focal point needs to happen is if you've, if you're a provider out there that has been in a similar situation where something like this happens, where you're kind of frozen and you don't know what to do and you're, you're, you know, not, you're not running down your protocol, but you're, you know, you're delegating and you're, you know, relegating your decisions to people who are smarter than you because you you don't know what's going on. I think you need to sit down and, and have a hard look at how you practice because that's yeah. not a, that's not a good way to practice. Not saying that the doc can't save you, but it shouldn't be their responsibility to save you. You also have to remember that if you're going to come off as this incompetent, scared paramedic, the chances of them giving you anything is slim to none. They're going to be like, no, just get them here. Right. 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 Don't touch anything. Right. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Drive faster. I was going to say, even if if you're not the smartest fucking bulb in the batch, I mean, like, it's pretty safe to say that I'm I'm in that batch. And you don't understand all the freaking pathophysiology and A&P and all that shit and all that wonderful science but you know you know you don't know that so recognize that mm-hmm. and be good at even just basic shit and doing your skills these guys like they didn't have to know about cellular freaking diffusion or any of that shit all they had to do was look know how to interpret that ekg right and then know yep. how to do it and know how to fix it yep. you know or even if they didn't understand that they were looking at hyper k even if you didn't understand that you knew that hey you know what his heart rate is too slow and his BP is too low. I should pace. Right. Okay. How do I pace? I give a little bit of freaking pain management and then I just fucking get the capture and start hitting him. Right. Done. You know? Yeah. And I think you, you, you don't even have to be smart to look like a fucking genius. Right. You know? And, and that's it. You know, there's, we have limited knowledge of all of this stuff as EMS providers, they only give you, give us a little bit of the pie, you know? So we're not expected to know cardiac, you know, cardiology level stuff, Mm. but we know enough to be dangerous. What was that? I'm so offended. Right. I was just going to say, you just said that in the the presence of greatness. (laughs) You dare speak like that. Okay. One out of the many. Uh, again, slim slice of the pie. Um, but yeah, I think, I think it does a disservice to everybody, you know? Cause again, what is the doc going to do? They're going to tell the next doc and the next doc and the next doc. Right. And then sooner or later, no docs are going to trust what we do. Right. You know, they already don't. And now we're just giving them more and more reason not to, you know? So, yeah, I think it's a hard lesson to, to swallow, you know? Yeah, I mean, just, yeah, it really goes back to just, you know, know who you are. I mean, if you know you don't know a lot of shit, well, then figure out how to freaking make it look good, you know? Plain and simple. Yeah, just learn it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, again, it didn't, it would not have taken a fucking rocket scientist to walk this freaking patient in, in better shape than, than they did. Right. Oh. You, know to, you know how to use the drill? Yeah, so you would have access. You know how to freaking uh, put some fluid in? Yep, you can put some fluid in. You know how to pace? You know how to pace. There you go. Done. Right. Yeah. Not a fun experience to have to drill somebody that's looking at you and talking to you. It's not fun. But right. Sometimes you got to do it. Sometimes you have to do it. In Gerard's you know? case, a lot I, of maybe times Maybe that'll you give do you it. a little more ambition <laughs> to do better on your IV skills. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Burn. Burn. No, I mean, seriously. <laughs> but it's true. That's like, our camera just fucking perfect timing just tips <laughs> over and falls. It's like, like no, seriously. I'm balancing on a charger. <laughs> I'm done. Um, 
All right, guys. Well, thank you, Emily, again for presenting. Uh, I I enjoyed it. Uh, you should probably do more. Um, Gerard's yeah, giving okay. you the Gerard's giving you the slow clap. No, that was a, that was a normal. That was that, that wasn't a golf clap. <laughs> that was a golf clap. See, I only saw half, clap. I only saw half of it. Like I saw just your your finger. Oh yeah, no, I was I was you know monkey with the symbols clap. <laughs> oh yay! All right. Well, she gets a uh, a. A macho oh, man. Yeah. And uh, Gerard, yeah. what do you got for us? I got uh, Don't Be an Idiot Freaking Donuts. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you'd like more information on the podcast or to send us a call to review, visit medicmaterials.com forward slash podcast. To learn more information, like us on Facebook at Medic Materials EDU or watch our weekly instructional videos on the Medic Materials YouTube channel.